if you were to compete with like a product company right now, yeah, you like go in and make the best screws possible. Right. Like for a certain size screw. So it's everybody who needs that screw yeah. comes to you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the other the other guy who makes the screw doesn't even care you exist. Right. And then all of a sudden you make the next size screw. Yeah. Right. And now all of a sudden you've got a huge market share. Here's the problem I see with side hustling. Okay. Everybody wants to do it and then they do too many things. Monday, Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed your weekend like I did. I hope you guys are looking forward to the week because I can just feel it, man. There's a lot of cool stuff coming everybody's way. If we keep hustling, thing, good things happen. You know what I'm saying? So uh, before I get to introducing my guest, keep in mind that my ebook is still out for pre-order. It's set to launch December 1st. Uh, go check out the pre-order sale. If you order the book, uh, you do get a 90-minute coaching call with me for free. Uh, we'll go over sales, anything you want to, and the book is going to be phenomenal. Uh, I'm, I'm collecting reviews and finishing it up, so it'll be ready to go by the time we set that out. And if you can't afford it and you want to support, just leave a review on Gumroad. The link will be in the description to this podcast. Also, shout out to my homie Dre Rocca. This episode that we uh, are releasing today was the first episode we filmed and released in All Rock Studios. So go make sure you're following Dre Rock on YouTube. Instagram, check out allrock.com, the podmunity, all that good stuff. So with all that being said, Tim Cooley is my guest today. He wrote the book, the pitch deck book, and uh, that's where you can learn how to pitch to investors. And we had a crazy, awesome time talking about uh, entrepreneurs, specifically in Utah. That's mainly where they focus their uh, stuff on, their, their investing. Um, and it was an incredible conversation. So make sure you check it out, leave a review share it with your friends. And without further ado, please welcome Tim Cooley. Welcome, everybody. This is Don Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. Okay, we're wrong. I had somebody do that once. Um, they... We were in the middle of the podcast. Actually, I had two people do it. We were in the middle of the podcast and they, you know, one of the, the first time it, so we were in the middle and they just like propped up their phone yeah. and started like live on Instagram. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second time somebody was like, Hey, can I do that? Can I just do this for my audience? And I was like, yeah. And then I realized, okay, we should probably start filming these. I yeah. mean, YouTube live and Facebook live and all those things are, you know, even if you get f- two people to watch, <laughs> totally worth it. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, exactly. So Tim Cooley wrote the book, um, for founders on how to pitch their, pitch their companies. Correct. Yeah. That's a big, and, and the owner of Park City Angels. I'm not the owner. Okay. I'm I'm the executive director. Executive director. Okay, cool. Um, executive director of Park City Angels, uh, for, and I'm assuming that's angel investing. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So Mm -hmm. what, so tell us what that is for the people who don't know what's going on. Yeah. So angel investing is one of if you in the process of funding, you've got a couple of stages. The first stage is family and friends. So your buddies are like, dude, this is a great idea. Here's some money. The next stage typically is this angel investing. So you get some high net worth at individuals. So like we have in Park City, yeah. you know, really all over Utah. Um, but they're like, man, I just want to kind of give back or, you know, they're really investing in like the future of entrepreneurship in a lot of ways. So it's a lot of hobby people. You know, but they're writing, you know, twenty five, fifty thousand dollar checks into a bunch of companies. So yeah, that's really that's what angel investing is. Okay, and then from angel investing, you go into like your seed rounds and things like that. Correct. Yeah. Okay, and series rounds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's really cool. I think I, I was first introduced to this, um, a while ago, but I, I, uh, I really like the idea of just investing in like small businesses and like furthering like the little guys. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and then I met a gentleman named Mark Smith. Do you know who Mark Smith? Mm -mm. Okay. Big on, big on, uh, LinkedIn, which is where I think we met. Okay. Um, and big on LinkedIn. And he was like, one day he writes his post and this was like two years ago. I saw this. Um, he writes his post that he was like, I took all my money out of the stock market and I'm, and I'm investing in small businesses. And he's like, I've tripled my returns. Dude, I'm like, that's dude. so sick. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. Like, I, I don't know exactly what he did. It's been a long time since I talked to him. So I'm not trying to like, this isn't investing advice, right, right. but it was cool. But his, right. his whole story was really cool. And then he ended up uh, in 2020 um, running for governor um, and ended up backing out of that, I think for health reasons, but he was a really cool individual. You know, at first time I saw that, I was like, dang, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's the allure of it, right. Is, you know, these high net worth individuals are like, man, I just want to, I want to see what's new. I want to see what's cool. And if it makes me more money, great, you know, and, and usually there's a decent return, yeah. um, you know, over a portfolio again, not, not investing yeah. advice, <laughs> but yeah. you know, it can work for some people. You know, I've seen some really incredible returns for different companies, especially locally to Utah. Yeah. And I feel like it's different. Like if you're a small company that gets that, so walk us through the process, what on the back end, and then we'll go, I guess we'll go to the front, but on the back end for, for investors, mm-hmm. for people who, how do you attract these investors and, and what do you look for and what are they looking for? Yeah. So most investors, so again, we're going to talk mostly about angels, but we'll, okay. I'll backdoor that in. So you have venture capital firms, sure. you know, they raise a big fund and let's say it's a hundred million dollars or whatever the fund number is going to be. Yeah. And so they're required to divvy out that over X number of companies. Right. So they're constantly just meeting people over and over again. Yeah you take that down to where we're at, which is smaller check sizes, but then you, you really just network into people, right? You're like, Hey, I was at the golf course and I met Johnny and you know, like he's got money, you know, we're like, come to our meeting next Thursday shows up, say, Hey, I want to be involved. And then, you know, that's kind of how the investor comes in. And then, you know, what we do and what I do is I screen all the companies. So I meet with probably about hmm, 30 to 40 a month find the best five that I think bring them to a screening meeting. Then we have like myself and a couple other of the angels in that group filter those down to about two. And then we bring those to a larger, the larger group. So we might get, I don't know, maybe 35 to 45 angels in the, the, the larger meeting. Yeah. And then that, at that point they're like, man, this is either, these are cool or nah, I'm out, you know, you were passing. Yeah, yeah. Like kind of like shark tank. Yeah. Um, but then like after that, then it goes into a due diligence phase. Right. deep dive. They're like, you know, Dalton, man, this is a great idea, but like, send me all the paperwork or send me like, who are your top five clients? Let me talk to them. You know? So it does yeah. a little bit more deep dive into you, maybe your background, you know, the team, that whole yeah. works. Yeah. And so, yeah, they go through like a due diligence where they're looking at your numbers and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that to, to make sure that, you but a lot through. of angel investing is like gut feeling. You're like the angel, mm-hmm. the angel side is, yeah. yeah. Cause I met a, I met a gentleman. I interviewed a gentleman down here as well who was in venture capital. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he's starting like a, uh, it's called sweater, which okay. is a VC. Okay. Like for the people mm-hmm. kind of like Robin hood for venture. <laughs> sure, <laughs> right? sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was great, but, yeah, yeah. but yeah, that, that's what I'm kind of like wondering. Cause we get a lot of small business owners who listen. We have a lot of small business owners who come on. Um, and it's just, it's always interesting to see where everybody's at in the process mm-hmm. of, of their business. And then to see who, you know, who kind of gets, 
what, and the angel investing is a great little middle way to get in and get a, get a real quick stream of capital and then sure. start working on it. Yep. Well, you and know. from the investment side, again, like, like I said, you, you get early access to these companies yeah. and typically you're getting in before the big guys, if you want to use that term, you know, <laughs> yeah, so the well, deal yeah. structure works out better, right? Like, I mean, I've seen like hundred X returns, you know, so, wow. you know, a $25,000 investment, that's not bad. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's, that's a good great. day. Yeah. That's you great. Know, like, you just, yeah. <laughs> right. So that's the goal. I mean, and then you get diluted obviously down the road, but mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. And then it kind of works itself out. I'm sure, I'm sure it plays out to, mm-hmm. to a reasonable number, but that's really cool. And, um, what, any kind of companies? Yeah. So, um, we review a lot of medical, you know, software. I mean, the typical of what okay. Utah, our, our primary goal is Utah, Yeah. you know, but, um, my other role is in a, an accelerator called tailwind. Okay. Um, and we look at all companies. So physical products, I mean, anywhere in the, the, the nation, yeah. you know, we're trying to, find the diamonds in the rough a little bit, yeah. you know? So it is like Shark Tank. Now, do they pitch? Do they give mm-hmm. you a pitch? Yep. Not like Shark Tank. Shark Tank is very commercial. Yeah, I'm um, sure. Yeah. But very similar. What they probably don't show you on Shark Tank is what we see yeah. normally, right? Like, yeah. you know how they do all the cutting and you're like, oh, I wonder what happened in between those. Right. <laughs> That's what actually happens. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was interesting because I met uh, an individual um, and I never... So anyway, I, I I can't tell you a bunch about it, but I remember I, I was, I was meeting with this individual. They had asked, um, if anybody in the group had like finance experience could help with their books, because that's a big part of like angel investing. Turns out they were going to go on to shark tank. And, uh, so I was, I was helping like that's, I got my degree in accounting. And so I was helping them out with like the numbers and stuff Mm -hmm. and just making it look like, I, I wasn't like doing anything other than like, okay, let's look at like, you know, a little projection. What, yeah. Stuff. What are you selling? What are your expenses? Mm-hmm. How much does it cost to get a customer and things like that? Like, cause I mean, you know what question, it's not that hard to <laughs> figure out it's what people simple. will ask. Yeah, you know, yeah, right. Like they want to know, you know, they, and then we put all this in there and it was just, that was the part of shark Tank that you didn't see. Like, right. There's like three or four interviews to even, and then if you make it to the sharks, you might not even get aired. Like they're showing, it's like American idol. Yeah, totally. Yeah. They want the entertainment value. <laughs> yeah. They, you know, and there's yeah. some deals that happen that never even make it to the air. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wasn't mission belt. One of them or did mission uh, belt they, make the air? They made it. Okay. That guy's a sales guy. It, it's yeah. a good episode. If you haven't watched he's, it. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. He's like, Oh, he's like, so what'd you do yesterday? And he's like, Oh, I made eight sales going door to door. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> or something. I can't remember the numbers, but yeah, There's a story I, around that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They are, dude. They're hustlers. Right. I love it. I right. love, and that's why Utah is really cool because you get these weird, like who would you, who would have thought that you could sell belts door to door? Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mission, like that's great though. Who else would do you that? You want though? solar or yeah. a mission belt? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <right>? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. So you really so so for Park City Angels, you focus on Utah. Mostly, I Mostly. would say probably about 80% of the deals that we look at are Utah based. Okay. Probably about another 15 are in the mountain West region with some okay. kind of network effect. Yeah. And then the other five are going to be, you know, from the members bringing a company to yeah. us. Like, man, I have a friend in New York who's investing in this company. You guys should take a look kind of a deal. Yeah. That's really cool. So, so tell me like when, how long have you been doing, how long, how long has Park City Angels been going? Park City Angels started in about 2007, 2008. Okay. Um, and I've been involved for about three years now, maybe a little over three and a half. Okay. Maybe. How many deals have you seen? Like how many companies have you seen? I guess. Oh, I have no idea. Thousands. Thousands. <laughs> yeah. Thousands. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you ever, I'm sure there's an industry that you're like, 
that feels oversaturated? Like what's an oversaturated industry? Um, I, mm, that's a tough one. It depends. They're all- <laughs> well, if you can get market share, then it's not oversaturated. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Not pro- it's not a problem. Cause yeah. you could argue like cleaning services. There's just anybody can clean a house, you know, sure, yet sure. there's millions of those, right. you know? Um, I think data analytics companies right now are really struggling to find differentiation between them. Okay. Um, you know, so like Domo or something like that. Yeah. Like a Domo, but like the smaller people. The, right? uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like business, business intelligence. Yeah, data. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. BI guys are like, we're BI. And you're like, so is everybody else. Like, <laughs> you know, like what's so unique about this? And you're like, we have a spreadsheet and you're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next. yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like, we, you really, yeah. I heard a, when I was in sales, I heard a, um, I heard a, uh, quote that I really loved from a, from a trainer we had. And he was like, where there is no difference, there can be no preference, mm-hmm. you know? And that, that's the hard part. Right. And especially if you're doing data, well, data, I think everybody jumped on that bandwagon because like, that's what you learned. Like when I was in college for accounting, they were like, this is the future. Oh yeah. So if you're an accountant, you know, Excel. Well, and the reality data. is there's still so many businesses that are built off of paper. Like yeah. Even to this day, you're yeah. talking like, so I, I've been doing personal training and we were talking about this today actually. And he was like, man, I still run my whole business mostly on spreadsheets. Yeah. You know, like just basic stuff. And you're like, man, you could do some, you could do so much automation yeah. without changing anything, you know? Um, you know, like he's like, man, I just got this form, you know, and it goes to a spreadsheet. I'm like, you mean like a Google doc? And he's like, yeah, it's so cool. And I'm like, welcome to 2021. Yeah, right, like, that came out 10 years ago, but okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Data analytics. That, that's probably a big one. Right. Um, what about uh, what? I mean, anything else? I would say uh, generic CRMs too. There's like, you know, Salesforce and HubSpot oh, yeah, HubSpot, and these kinds okay. of things. Okay. Those ones are really, they're so big now that for smaller CRMs, they have to do so much stuff. Like Zoho and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so you can't compete with, really with them. Yeah, like, no. They, you, there's not yeah. like a really an entryway. Like you look at like Trello as a kind of a CRM and you connect it with a bunch of other stuff. And yeah. Like even that company got bought, you know, like- yeah. It, it, it's difficult to compete in certain areas, I think. Yeah. And I think, I think it's, uh, what, okay. Talk to me about, um, since you've been in this space for a little bit and we, and I guess we can just talk together about it, but how do you feel like, I feel like if you're going to go the CRM route, you really need to like niche down. Oh yeah. You got to be like the CRM for, for cleaning people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, right. Right. Because personal like trainers, because I remember, um, I was in the automotive industry forever Mm-hmm. And so we, CRM, right? It stands for the same thing, but it, a, C, a dealership CRM and HubSpot don't look anything like each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's kind of like, you really got to dive down if you're going to be like data ana- analytics. Right. You're the data analytics for. For a very specific industry. <laughs> very, and you might yeah. even be like, no, we only focus on like New Mexico. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. Right. Because New Mexico, yeah. for whatever reason, is different than Utah. Right. You know, is it? No, but hypothetically. <laughs> oh, but I get, I mean, yeah, yeah. okay. I guess you're like just that. so hyper focused because that's, uh, I read a, a book, I can't remember what it was, um, but they were talking about like if you were to compete with like a product company right now, yeah, you like go in and make the best screws possible, right? Like for a certain size screw, because everybody who needs that screw yeah. comes to you, right? <laughs> Like the other, the other guy who makes the screw doesn't even care you exist. Right. And all of a sudden you make the next size screw. Yeah. Right. And now all of a sudden you've got a huge market share. Right. Because they didn't even care that you were a screw company, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because you, because it was so niched and now you're, 
now you were and able now to you're, bit, you're, you're able to branch out. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. So are you seeing any trends? Yeah, we're you, you know the kind of the social platforms people are still trying to do that a little bit. Like what? Like a new Facebook or a new Instagram. Oh, you know? that's that would be so so hard. That's so hard. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, TikTok blew up. You know, you, right? I mean, I, well, I've because following. they had a niche. Well, because they took over what Vine and like oh, I know I miss Instagram Vine. killed themselves, right? Like I don't know yeah. if you're on Instagram, but yeah. I'm not anymore. But right, I me mean, either, right? So like, because their stories outperformed their photos all day, all day, and yeah. yet they didn't pivot, even though they I think they no Twitch owns Vine, but yeah. you know, like they no one really served the yeah, story then, market, and then Instagram, well, they have Reels now. But Instagram's garbage, yeah, late. but it's like yeah, you're <laughs> you're gone, bro. Yeah, I mean, everybody does. You know, what was the craziest thing about this? You talk about social networks was clubhouse. Oh yeah. They blew that thing out of the water. And right. then there's like, not, and it then disappeared. And then Spotify has greenhouse and, right. then, and then Twitter has yeah. spaces and then Facebook's got rooms, mm-hmm. you know? And then it's like, well, and, but here's why I think clubhouse just launched. I think they took too much time to get out is what I think. And then there's not a lot more that you can do. Like, it's nice. Like Twitter I can go write something and then I can go host a space if I want, but I can write, you know what I mean? There's more than one. Totally. Like Twitch is hard too. Yeah. Clubhouse. So the funny story. So I actually like got a phone for an iPhone from someone. Oh. Everyone was like, Tim, you got to be on clubhouse. You wrote a book, you know, you're doing all these things. And I'm like, yeah. sure. But so I get it. And I'm like, this is so overwhelming, right? Like yeah, you yeah. have to constantly be listening and right. Right. Like, yeah. And I mean, you know, you you have a podcast, like I can't podcast and work at the same time. Right. Like my brain doesn't work that way. Right? Yeah. Like I'm, I was audio booking on the way up here. Like yeah, yeah, I yeah. have to do those things when I'm not like actively working, you know? Like, yeah. And clubhouse though, the crazy thing with clubhouse is it takes so much time. Cause like you said, you're like, what am I doing? Dude? Yeah, yeah. You're going to get on here. But what was funny was the one time they the one time like Joe Rogan and these guys get on clubhouse, it breaks records. Like there's like oh, oh yeah. 10,000 people in a room, but that also kind of showed how limited clubhouse was. Cause they, they like, it was like Joe Rogan, Tim Dillon, Naval, they all, and they sh- like broke clubhouse. Right. They're like we yeah. actually can't do this. Yeah. So I listened to Malcolm Gladwell <laughs> okay. on, on yeah, clubhouse. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, this is the coolest thing ever. Like yeah, he's talking I would, live, like we're right. on a phone call. Yeah, I would have to pay like a thousand bucks to watch this guy, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, but like, yeah, it just got so overwhelming for me that I was like, and everyone's like, part of it. I'm like, I'm going to have to let this one go. Like, this is not. Yeah, like, I went in there and then I was like, way too much time. Yeah, way too much time. Way too much. Like, like if I'm on Instagram, I can, or like Twitter, like right now I'm, I'm big on Twitter. I'm writing on Twitter. Yeah. Um, You just write, you, I can schedule a post, <laughs> totally. you know what I mean? And I can automate my whole way. And I do. Right. Like I, I, I sit down Sunday and Monday and I write everything for the week. So I'll write like. 50 tweets right. or whatever. Um, maybe not 50. It's like 21 or something like that. But uh, <laughs> still, that's quite a lot. But, but, but three a day and I just, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the rest of the week, I don't really look at it. And I, you know, and I check and see how once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If somebody comments, I'll, I'll jump on there. But it's nice. Clubhouse, dude, you're like, you're, you're in it. You're on you're Yeah. <laughs> and if you're interested, you're like, and you're like, oh man, I want to talk to Joe Rogan or whatever. Yeah. Now you got to be good like luck, 10X involved. Right? Like, yeah. Good. Well, like, good luck. Yeah. Someone pick my hand, you know, like, <laughs> you know, I've been clapping. I've been clapping. Oh no, dude. I know that's crazy, bro. So, so are a lot of people in, in locally and, and nationally trying to, I mean, it's a big prop. I mean, what we're, what we're seeing with like the big guys, it's a problem, like with like censorship and stuff. Um, 
uh, like shadow banning and stuff like that. I mean, I don't, ca- I don't care what side you're on. It's pretty obvious that the, these things are happening to both sides. Totally. Yeah. So, I, I think what we're trying to see is unique ways of empowering different individuals. Right. Yeah, so you yeah. have a following, right? Yeah. Like how can I empower you to be your own thing? Like, are you selling merch? Yeah. How are you communicating people? Like if you're not on TikTok, you really should be right. Yeah, like, and, yeah. and from a business owner, and and not even to watch it from the entertainment value of it, but yeah. to see what's happening culturally in the way that it ebbs and flows. And like, there's just some really unique things happening on TikTok that aren't happening anywhere else. Yeah. Well, I met a gentleman who has a finance app. Um, he has a finance app and he, well, okay, let me back up. He's got an education app mm-hmm. and a big part of it is finance. Mm. Um, but another big part of it is like, um, so there's a big, uh, you know, the job market right now is crazy. Crazy. And so he talked about TikTok resumes. Cause that's my big, I think resumes are stupid. Oh, I think terrible. they're dead. Yeah. And I, you know what else? They've I been dead it? for like 50 years. They should be. It's <laughs> yeah, stupid. Or I can write whatever I want. I mean, on a piece of paper. Well, if you see, and TikTok is huge into this. There's hacks yeah. that are crazy. Awesome. They're literally like, just copy the thing, put it at the bottom of your resume in 0.01 font. Yeah. Right. Cause it'll still pick it up from the algorithm. Yeah. The algorithms. And yeah. you're like, there you go. You're in, you're I mean, in. Don't do that, but right. But, but, what what I'm, but what I'm saying, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> it's actually really funny. Um, there was a point when I was, um, when I was looking for a job and I was sending in my resume and it was the algorithms and I'm a sales guy right? and I used to hire salespeople. And that was the, my biggest thing was like, I don't care if you're a sales, if you're, if I'm looking at you for a sales position, don't send in a resume. Right. I don't care. Right. I'm going to meet you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. I'm, I'm going to look at your LinkedIn. I'm going to look, I'm, I'm going to look at your social media mm-hmm. and then I'm going to, if I like you, I'm going to bring you in and I'm going to see how you talk to people. I uh, was talking to somebody who does hiring as well. And they were like, look, yeah, I just need your LinkedIn. She's like, if there, if you're worth it, if it's worth it to you, you're going to put it out publicly Yeah. versus your catered resume that yeah, like is whatever. meant to hit the algorithm. And you're like, a hundred percent, right? Like you yeah. put that, that's out to the public. Yeah. That's this for is everybody. sent to you. And then I'm going to modify it and go to another job. First of all, that's not happening. That's lame, but I don't do that. Yeah. I, when I, I when I did, that was my problem. I, I was like, just like shotgunning my totally. resume. Well, because like, you know, you kind of have to, but then, but then I stopped and I was like, screw this. If I see a job that I like, I'm going to do research and find the person who's hiring. And yeah. then I'm going to send them a cold email. Totally. Well, because I'm a sales guy. Right. right. So it's, I've, so if you're, if, if you're the HR person looking for a sales guy, you kind of want to see that anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, oh, thanks. That was a great introduction. Yeah. That was a great right? email. Like, thanks Thank- for the clickbait title, <laughs> you know, like you know, for but real. It, but it, that's <laughs> when I got hired though. Yeah. I, I did not get, and they never looked at my resume. No, they don't care. Well, yeah. they never asked for it. Right. I was like, I was like, Hey, this is me. I told them about me. I was like, Hey, this is me. Saw this. This is what I've done. This is who I worked for. How do I, how do I move to the next step? Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, well, can you come in on Wednesday? Yeah. Can we <laughs> schedule a demo? <laughs> right. Yeah. They're like, they're like, all right, let's, let's do a zoom call. Right. And that was it. There you go. And I was like, I, you sent them a Calendly link. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, or if it's easier for you, click here. Yeah, right. Totally. <laughs> exactly. That would you be know? so awesome. I'd be like hired. This guy doesn't. Yeah. This, yeah. But then he does it like a drip campaign. Right. 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 <laughs> but that's why I tried to get a job with you three days ago. Yeah. But that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I actually did that one, uh, for a job one too. I was like, Hey, don't spam me, but that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. But you're like, but you're like Tim bumping this to the top, <laughs> Just bumping, bumping yeah. this to the yeah. top. Give me some good creative subject header. That's yeah. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> but, uh, but that worked. Mm. So now when I meet people, they're like, I can't get a job. I'm like, 
<laughs> I'm like, did you find their email? Yeah. Right. right well, you yeah. know how to, you know how to send an email? Mm-mm. I wouldn't send them a resume then. Totally. You yeah. know, I, when you got to network your way in anymore. You do. Yeah. I mean, it's, not, it's definitely not. I think it was something to. like 80% of jobs are not posted. Something yeah. Crazy like that. You know? Yeah, for sure. Right. Well, the jobs that you want. Yeah. The ones you want like, are not posted. Yeah, I noticed that, right? Like you're looking for like a director of sales. They don't put that shit on indeed. <laughs> no. no. Right. They go through the I'm group looking, and they're like, you're not good enough. Uh, get me connected with. Well, but yeah, you're like, you're like I'm looking at people. Like when, did, when was the last time you saw a CEO position on LinkedIn? Oh, never, never. Uh, well, not the, never. I did see one recently on Facebook. Well, okay. But that's like, you know, that's yeah, yeah. for your mom and pop. That's like for no, me. No, this you is be a big this, company. Was it really? Yeah. So, um, do you know who Davis Smith is? This sounds familiar. He's, uh, the CEO of Cotopaxi. Yes. yes oh, so. I, I, I need him on my podcast. Yeah. Well, I'm well, network. All right. Deal. <laughs> um, so he just, he, he, they were looking for a CEO for these two companies he bought recently. Oh, okay. And he was like, I want to enter, I want to give people access. And That's so fair. send me your people. Yeah. If you think you can do the job, let me know. Yeah. You know, and that's I think di- that, yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, but that's fair. I, that's rare. It's that's rare. different. Yeah, that's like the guy who um cut his the CEO who cut his salary to pay everybody seventy k in his company. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the yeah. one guy did it. The one guy. Congratulations. <laughs> and it worked for him, by the yeah, way. Yeah. And you're killing it, and good for you. And Everyone's I'm clapping. Yeah. <laughs> Go live your life, dude. <laughs> your stock's uh, blowing up at the moment. Yeah, but yeah, sure. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's crazy, dude. And so yeah, a lot of these companies, you know, TikTok did really good with those with those sixty second resumes. Totally. That's all you need. I know. It's amazing that we haven't seen a better platform for resumes. resumes. And if you go in, I mean, you know, you've probably applied, I haven't applied for a job in a while, but sure. You know, you got like, I think it's Hellnet. I made that up. It's some name, but they're like, why am I still filling out this form? Like you fill it out again of you or yeah. Use the same backend. Like just like, here enter (laughs) well what's (laughs) since we're on this topic we might as well dive in because the most annoying thing is you you send in your resume and they're like okay fill out this application and it's the same shit and i'm like dude don't do this to me man don't do this to me because i'm i don't want to be here yeah yeah seriously yeah i'm I'm gonna spend an hour on your application that you're not gonna hire me from yeah that you're gonna ghost me that you ghost me i got (laughs) ghosted by you know i see some people on linkedin candidates shouldn't ghost. I'm like, you shouldn't ghost me then, bro. You didn't even yeah, tell let's, me. Let's go both ways here. You know, <laughs> I was like, you didn't even tell, you know, I asked for feedback. You didn't give me bro. Well, I think they can't legally, but they, they can't do feedback. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm not an HR guy, but I don't know. <laughs> it I, seems well, like there's some issue there. Yeah. When I was at, when I, well, when we were hiring, I wasn't either, but that was like the second or third interview. Sure. And we knew, I mean, we knew what to ask and what not to ask, but, right. but I wasn't like, yeah, yeah. But you're like, hey, Sarah, this isn't going to work out, right? At least you get a follow up. Not yeah, like, I'll, yeah, I'll tell you, like, <laughs> okay. hey, we just we went the other way. I think you could do better on this. You know, I think whatever. Sure. We hired somebody with more experience. I don't know. Whatever. I don't, why? Why can't give you? Why can't you give feedback? That's weird. <laughs> I right, don't know. I'm gonna go find somebody in HR. Because <laughs> yeah. that's dumb. But uh, but you're right though. It's it's your network. You know, it's like who do you know? Because your resume can't tell you all the soft skills that you have. You know, and I don't know why they're called soft skills. Right. Totally. You know, like empathy Oh yeah. or, or whatever. Well, like even in the fundraising side of things, right. It's still very much network driven. Yeah. You know, like we talk, we're in the big world right now of diversity and inclusion. Yeah. You know, but access is a big deal. That's right? true. Like I yeah. can be an open, my email is out there to the world. So if you're looking for funding, yeah, it's out there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah, hiding yeah, yeah. it. Right. You know? Right. So, but you got, you still have to apply. Or someone has to introduce you to me or you or whoever. Right. Right. So you've got this big issue that's happening right now where people are still kind of holding their cards. 
You know, oh, like, yeah. oh I'm not going to give you Tim's email because maybe I need it. Oh, that's dumb. I know. And it's dumb, but Utah is actually very good about not doing that, which I love. I think it's one access. Of yeah. So access. that's a great point of like, yeah, it doesn't matter if you're all inclusive. It's like, you can't get in. Right. With the job issue, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Are you really being diverse? Which means are you giving access to people yeah. or are you screening out things because it didn't say what needs to happen? Be, yeah. Are you sending things through an algorithm? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. yeah. So how do you I don't, stop that? Yeah. Well, and algorithms, I, I, you know, those have been a big topic of discussion and how do you get rid of them? Like you need them, but do you really, you know, yeah. Well, yeah. are we going to, are we going to go full circle as a, as humans, <laughs> right? Where we used to like live in tribes and be very like close knit and we knew everybody to now we're like this big worldwide network. And now it almost seems like we're coming back full circle to where like, dude, you know what? Screw LinkedIn. I'm going to, I'm going to a networking event right. hosted by Tim mm-hmm. and that's where I'm going to find my dude. I think that's, I think that's where we're at. Yeah. And it's full circle. Full circle. <laughs> well, and, and I think that's like what these things have tried to create, yeah, you know? Yeah. But you know, but they can't do, yeah, you can't, can't do it. Doesn't work. Well, there's so much information. Mm-hmm. There's so many people. There's so much information. Like, what do you do with all that? <laughs> totally. Like our brains aren't, we're not powered to there's, take in that much info. There's this, uh, like kind of this circle thing. I, I, I don't know if someone can tell us what it is, but yeah. there's like, you have five people in your life who are your people. Like they are your thing, right? Yeah. Like you know everything about them. They know everything about you. Yeah. The next five goes to like this 10, right? Yeah. So you know most of those people and most of the things you hang out with them. They're like, those are holiday people. Yeah. Then there's another five takes up to 15. Those are like your core group of human beings. The next group's about 50. These are like people you work with or whoever. Yeah. And after you get to about 150, you can't manage those relationships anymore. No, it's yeah. yeah there's that's no so way. There's real science behind those numbers. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a good point. And it's just funny how like we, no matter what you did and, and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, like these guys are still pretty young. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about them like these, behavior, but if you look, you know, they're, what are they like 15, 20 years old? Yeah. I and mean, then, what, and then yeah. you, and then you look at like a 15 or 20 year old now and you're like, that's a baby. I get called baby. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not in my lower twenties, but um, you know, people look at me and they're like, you're a baby. Right. Right. I'm like, no, I have two of those, <laughs> yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. You know what true. I mean? It's like, we, we think these companies are just like, you know, but they're, they're young. We're trying, we're trying to figure this out. Yeah. It's crazy. I think we're in a unique place and going back to our talk before, so many new companies are coming on board on trying to solve things like this or, yeah. or give people, I mean, Shopify is a great company, right? Yeah. Like you can launch a t-shirt company in 30 minutes, you know? Yeah, you can. Right. With like, a couple of plugins. With a couple of plugins. Anybody can have a t-shirt company going before the weekend's over. Yeah. And two set. Well, yeah. Before we end the show. I'm yeah. Right. Before the show's over. Yeah. And <laughs> you you're, like, get on Shopify. you're like, no, that's not true. And I'm like, I'll show you. No, it is true. Yeah. <laughs> I try. I try. True. Well, you know, and you know, what's hard about that? make sales, but yeah, the store t-shirt. can be up. Yeah. 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 The store can be functional yep. and they can be whatever you, you can have a hundred pieces of inventory. It's like drop shipping <laughs> for, totally. yeah. well, and what's hard, see the catch with Shopify, you know, people talk about Shopify. I'm like, well, the thing you got to realize with Shopify is, um, you know, people, I, I say the opposite. They're like, Oh, if it was easy, everybody would do it. Well, that's the problem with Shopify. Everybody is, everybody is doing Everyone it. Is doing you it. can do it. Right. And in our minds, it's like, I shouldn't be able to set up a t-shirt shop in 30 minutes on Shopify. Right. You know what I mean? Well, you know, the nice thing about that though, is it's now proving how impactful being a salesperson is. Oh, for sure. Right. Like for your sure. ability to market, your ability to get your idea out there. Yeah. You know, and I think clearly, that's, succinctly. Cle- yeah. Like just cause I put up a t-shirt doesn't mean you're going to buy it. Right? right. Like 
I mean, let's say I did a unicorn shop, right? Like we could do that by the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, well, how many people want a unicorn t-shirt? Right. I have right. no idea. Yeah. Right. Like how would I even find unicorn people? Like I yeah, have no it's idea. About, it's all about your tribe. Yeah. It's yeah, all yeah. about your tribe, which is why I switched back to Twitter because now it's and these, and they kind of switch places, um, which is why I switched back to Twitter because like writing now is more and more. Like, again, we came full circle. Like we started out with writing mm -hmm. and then we got Instagram, TikTok, uh, you know, <clears throat> whatever, you know, Vine and all these things. And uh, people were like, videos do better, pictures do better. And I'm like, bro, I, I'll tell you what, like the last time I watched a three minute video on Facebook all the way through, it was Bill Maher and Joe Rogan and all these guys. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. you're not like, I'm not. That's why I don't put my, that's why I don't put clips up anymore. Right. I'm like, cause if you're going to sit there and watch somebody for a minute and a half, it's going to be these guys. Right. You know? But you're, you'll listen to my voice though. Sure. And you'll read my stuff if right. it's short. Yeah. You just got to know who you're talking to. Exactly. And uh, so I like that. I like, and, and by the way, I, I'm in the sales game and I'm in the sales training game. And that's what I tell people all the time. I'm like, you don't get it, man. Like yeah. you know, we were talking about liquid death. Everybody knows <laughs> I love liquid death. Not, yeah. be, not because their water's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they kill it on like why you should do it. Oh yeah. I mean, like we were talking about earlier, it looks like alcohol you can have it at the bar and no one knows, yeah. you know, like it puts you in the environment where you're like, you're in control. Like if you're not, a cool. I'm not a drinker. I'm not right? a drinker. Yeah. And so it's like, I can still fit in and not feel weird. Yeah. And it's like, and it's water and there's, yeah. it's a cool box. It's a cool can, but that's what you, yeah, this is exactly what you're talking about. Like anybody can sell water. Costco sells water, homie. Yeah. For less than a dollar. We can like, start our own water company. Yeah. You know, and I think that's, what's the beauty of, you know, we started this off talking about angel investing, but I think that's the the beauty of it. Where it's like, yeah. look, we're looking for you to be a little bit further along. Right. Because right. it's so easy now, you know, like, yeah, you need to be I'm, established. You got to have, there's people. a, there's a tool out there. I'm, I'm not getting paid for any of these, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. but uh, like I, there's this app called bubble.io. Okay. If you haven't played with it, totally give it a shot, but you can build your own app in a weekend. Oh, you know, cool. Like I built my entire, uh, I built a CRM for myself in yeah. the last six hours of the day. Is that no code? No code. Yeah. It's no code app and no mm -hmm. code websites. Bro, yeah. that's big. Bro. It's, I think that is the future. Of, yeah, for sure. Is the future. So you, you look at like tools that are not going to go away. Excel, for example. Yeah. doesn't matter what happens. Excel is way too good. In Google Sheets is great. Excel is amazing. Yeah. Excel, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, if I mean, you companies need, are built on Excel. Well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. I was like, if you're, if you're a really small business or you're like a virtual assistant. So I used to help virtual assistants oh. start up their, mm -hmm. their business. Um, cause it's, a, I think virtual assisting is a great way to make an extra 500 bucks a month. Oh, easy. Wanna, I hire them that. all the time. Yeah. And so if you're a virtual assistant and you're doing bookkeeping, you can do a bookkeeping on Google sheets. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't do, you can't run a, t you can't run a company in, in, Google Sheets. You can't in Excel. Totally. So now you say that you say, look at no code. Yeah. Attach it to my Excel document that does something. Right. And you're like, I just need to be able to do that. And like, you can code that in now in like 10 minutes. Yeah. Without writing a single line of code. Yeah. You know, like that, that button to do something normally, even on a coding side might take an hour. Yeah. And you were just dragged and dropped it in two seconds. You yeah. Know? That's I mean, cool. Like I built a Trello board, like clone last night in two hours with a video. Oh. And then I modified it to do exactly what I needed it to do. So now it's like almost running like HubSpot. Yeah. In six hours. No code's big. Dude. It's huge. No code's going to my... be, no code's going to be good. Cause it gives power back to like, I don't want to go to, I don't want to go to the university of Utah's 24 week coding boot camp. 
Well, and the other thing is, is most of us only like that, that get into the product side of things of yeah. their job, just want to make their job easier. Yeah. Right. So if you could spend an hour and save yourself an hour every day yeah. by just pushing a button, Heck you yeah, built dude. that yourself. <laughs> you're the only one who needs it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. The app is huge. And you're not going to be like, and, and there's tools out there that'll do what you want, but you're like, I don't want to spend 50 bucks a month or a thousand bucks a month, you know, like yeah. for just this one feature set. Yeah. Dude, people run into that, <clears throat> especially creators. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, I don't, I don't need all of this. I just need one thing, <clears throat> but I don't want, I don't want to learn how to code forever. Right. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, it's like, dang it, dude. Right. So, so now you have this no code apps that are like, give power back. Okay. I'll show you how to do that. Yep. Right. Yeah. So I'm a huge fan. I've been playing around with it for no code's almost good. a year now. No code's good. Yeah. I probably have 20 apps I've built through it that do various different things. Like not, you're not, when you say apps, you're not talking about phone apps. No. Just you're talking about like applications on your computer, like, that like a that, website mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So for example, like one of them is a, so in, when you're investing, you should have a couple of things. You should have a pitch deck and then you should have like a one pager, you know, yeah. and a couple of things. So this tool builds a one pager for you just by answering a couple of questions. Oh, is it like AI? No, no, it's, it's, it's just to answer. You're just filling oh, okay. in the blanks, oh, okay, okay, but it okay, formats okay. it super but it formats nice, it nice and yeah. makes it look pretty because yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's important. Right. So now you have one, right? Okay, like, cool. so I, but I built it, you know, yeah, like yeah. to code that like normally would suck. Hey, can you white, can you white label that and resell it? I could, I'm not going to. No, you, no, you're <laughs> yeah, not yeah. going, but you mm-hmm. could, you could. could build something like that mm-hmm. and be like, Hey, here you go. Yep. Dude, that's, that's what I'm talking about. It like that, dude, it's about like. You don't have a, you don't have an, you know, I always tell people, so I read this one time back up cause I'm a huge accounting guy and my whole view on politics changed when I got my accounting degree. Okay. Funny enough. Mm. I took my governmental accounting class. Right. And I was like, those guys are thieves. <laughs> like you learned, I learned about it yeah. and I was like, there's no way this is legal. Like, okay, you're a, you know, you're an investing guy. Right. And you see, you see a company now this would never happen, but this is hypothetical. Sure. You see a company come up and their books, um, half of it is accrual accounting and half of it is cash. Right. They're like, we decided to re- recognize this cash. And we also decided to recognize this revenue. And you're like, but this revenue is three years out, dude. Yeah. That's illegal. Right. That's fraud. Yeah. The government can do that. Right. Oh, <laughs> screw oh, you yeah. guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. <laughs> you'd be like, you'd be like, you'd pull that guy aside, pull that owner aside and be like, Hey homie, I'm going to let you know right now. Yeah. I'm not going to tell anybody, but you need to fix this. <laughs> I'm not working with you anymore. That's what I'm, not, that yeah. conversation I'm not working with you anymore. And by the way, yeah. <clears throat> you need to go get a CPA right now and pay whatever he tells you. to pay. <laughs> exactly. Because so anyway, so I, so I'm, I'm on that, 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 uh, that thought process. Cause I was like, I got my degree and, um, oh dude, I actually can't even remember. Cause I get all fired up about that, bro. I do. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I freaking hate that. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's a, we're in a really interesting place right now. Yeah. Anybody can do anything. Oh, know. that's, that was, that was where I was going. <clears throat> um, so I read this article <clears throat> and it was in Salt Lake and, uh, the journalist was like, the government doesn't have a, revenue problem they have a spending problem Mm -hmm. and so i tell that to people they're like oh man if um i'm like except i say the opposite like we all have bills and like we live in a pretty we live in a part of the country that's pretty expensive to live in and sometimes you can do everything you can to trim your bills Mm -hmm. and and you don't make enough money and so i just i so i just tell people like um i say the opposite of like dave ramsey i'm like you don't have a uh 
you don't have a spending problem. You have a revenue problem. Right. Cause that's like, cause I, I just think going to somebody who's really struggling and saying like, you just need to cut your bills in half and live below your means. Like that's really good advice. It's great but, advice. Yeah. It's great if advice. You can. Yeah. If you can, but some people like you need this you extra still owe money. a thousand dollars a month. It doesn't matter what yeah, you do. Yeah, exactly. I cut everything. And I realize that. So all I'm saying is that's great advice. But, but then I go, you need to, you need to have a little bit of something on the side. So virtual assistant, go create this thing. Like yeah. you can learn anything on YouTube. You don't need, you really can. So, I mean, yeah. My buddies and I, we, this was something we played around with the way, way back was uh, yeah. eight. We call it eight to 10. Okay. Right. So from <sighs> eight to 10 o'clock at night, you can change your life. For sure. Two hours a day. Our kids are asleep. Usually, you know, yeah. like, Go learn something. You can learn something. You can practice something. You can do anything you want for two hours a day. Yeah. From eight to 10. And no one's bothering you. Yeah, dude. And everybody just, we, we, I think what this hustle economy did to people and like this Fitzbo stuff and which none of it's bad. I'm not bashing anybody. I'm just saying for the, cause my, uh, my podcast slogan is for the little guys. Mm. Like this is a podcast for the little guys. And I think the little guys got hurt in the hustle economy. And the only reason I say that is because like, we, they romanticize like this hard, like, you know, when Elon Musk comes out and says, I sleep two hours a day, right? like, Oh, I, does that mean I have to do? You know, no, dude, like your book on Amazon is $20 or 20, $25, $30. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is that dude? Right. Go f- buy a $30 book and learn how to pitch your, I, you know, <laughs> totally. Yeah. You know, you can get it on Kindle. I think I bought your book on Kindle. It was like eight bucks. Right. I like to look the at audiobook you know, seven. Yeah, so yeah, if you yeah. really need to save money. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> right. like, dude, go, go you know, which you is dumb. Go. They won't let me change the pricing, but whatever. Amazon has a lot of, lot of, a lot <laughs> know, of control so over stupid. that. Like, like the, aid, what is that? The K uh, KDP and KDP and all that ACX, stuff. Yeah. yeah. They don't care, mm, which is great, which is crazy. I, know. Right? I was, I was, I was really upset. <laughs> I was like, so what I had a lot of people do, um, and I, I had a lot of people switch from, I've heard a lot of people switch from Amazon to like Gumroad. Oh, I should look into that. You should. Yeah, because that's where I'm putting my ebook. Okay. I'll, I'll look into that. Well, because Gumroad, you can do whatever you want and they take, now they take a chunk. Sure. Amazon takes a pretty big chunk too. Yeah. So I mean, I'm, it's I probably think the royalty on a $30 paperback book is like 12 bucks. Yeah. It's for, that's <laughs> well, Gumroad's cheaper than that, okay. but you, but you get to pick, you get sure. to like choose and that, and it's free to sign up anyway. Gumroad's great. But what I'm saying is that's the other thing I was talking to this guy the other day. He's like, Dude, I saw it because my, my book's on pre-order and it's mm-hmm. just for sales. But he goes, dude, how are you writing this? He's like, I go, oh, I'm doing that. He's like, bro, how much money are you spending? I'm like, dude, it's all free. I wrote my book on Word. Yeah. Right. And you can Google Doc. So I was like, because yep. sometimes you have to pay for Word. So I was like, you can write it on Google Doc. You can go to Canva and make a free account and steal some of their images. Yep. If you don't like those, you can go to Unsplash. Right. And take some of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like. And then you upload it to Gumroad mm-hmm. and you, and you write on Twitter to promote it. Right. It's <laughs> All so of it's true. free, dude. Uh, this is my second book. My first book was a, more of an experiment, you know? Okay. Because same thing. I, I, I copied some dude's format. Yeah. I literally downloaded his PDF version of the book. <laughs> I said, you know, control a word count. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I was like, that's what I got to do. Yeah. You know, I there's nothing wrong with that. If you put his book and my book next to each other, you would be like, dude. Yeah. There, well, that, but there's nothing wrong. No. With that. Like what well, I take that. I it heard it's time. I heard it one time. I, I heard it one time go. 
if you steal from one person, it's called plagiarism. But if you steal from 10 people, it's called research. <laughs> so, like, you know what I'm saying? It's very true. <laughs> that's great. I've never heard that, but that's awesome. <laughs> but that's what you do. I didn't yeah. steal it from one person. Mm-hmm. I, I, I put my twist on 10 people. And then you, cra- <laughs> that, that, that's, see, the, we're in such a cool world because you can crowdsource stuff, right? So I, my first book, I was like, guys, I don't know what I want this cover to be. Mm-hmm. I was like, send me, uh, my buddies and I still chat every day, but I was like, send me some ideas. Yeah. And they sent me three covers. I was like, that's the coolest one. I need a light bulb on it. You know, yeah. I was like, I'm going to use this idea and then make it my own. Yeah. You know, like there's nothing. So I don't know. Yeah. side hustling is, is so here's the problem I see with side hustling. Okay. Everybody wants to do it and they do too many things. That's right? exactly 100% accurate. Yeah. They're like, Oh, I'm going to start a t-shirt company. Yeah. And then in the middle, they're like, Ooh, this is fun. And they're like, I'm going to start Uber driving and then I'm going to start blah, blah, blah. You know, and then they're like, yeah. Which one are you focusing on? Just pick one. Just pick one for, for right now. Give it time. Yeah. Even, even young entrepreneurs, we see this, right? Like they get so excited about creation and they don't focus on the sales side of it, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, when you decide whichever one of these you want to figure out and sell, like that's the one you should focus on. And then, yeah. And then you're like, and then come talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then but then they're like, ah, but I don't like any of them. I'm like, then don't do any of them. Yeah. You gotta, love the, them. you gotta love the sales process. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and you got to just be dedicated to like, I think that's where we got like a little confused as well. Cause I totally agree with you. Like you pick 15 lanes and that's, you know, that's what bugs me, man. I don't like these gurus, bro. (laughs) Who are like, who are like, you you know, every millionaire has seven streams of income. Yeah. You know what else those millionaires have that I don't have, bro? Teams. Teams. They got teams, bro. Like don't compare yourself to Tom Bilyeu cause that dude's got, 80 people working for him. Oh, you know, I mean, well, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to bash people, but I went and saw what's his face. Uh, Tony Robbins here in yeah, town, yeah, okay, you know, yeah. what $10,000 to go see him or whatever it is, whatever you know, it I'm, is. Yeah. Yeah. Or you I can buy his out. book or you can buy his book for 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I walked out of the thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, cause I was like, you know, this guy, these gurus, they're like, man, you're amazing, except you're not. And I can fix you, <laughs> you know? And I was like, this is not, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? Like, yeah, yeah. No, you're amazing. Trust me but I'll fix you. It's $10,000, but it's 10 grand. Yeah. And you know what, dude? And that's, yeah, I've recently, so my, it's been fun to watch my podcast like evolve. Um, I used to, so, you know, I used to just, when it first started, I just let anybody in. Yeah. Like if you want to come on, I just need people. Right. I need to get this out there to come on. And then I was like, okay. So an MLM guy snuck through, um, cause their his pitch was good though. Bro. So good. They I was like, I, was like I, I thought like, it was how good. Bro. I end up with 50 vials of yeah, oil. Yeah, you're right. Right. <laughs> but he was like, so I, so I'll never, like, I've never bought anything, but, but I, I'm usually good at sniffing out pitches, but his, I was like, you got me, bro. That yeah. was a good one. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, no, I'm not doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would let coaches come on and, um, I, I don't. Coaches are fine. Dude, I'm never going to make fun of somebody for making money. Right. I'm never going to bash you for, for feeding your family, dude. But coaching, I'm just like, I can't do this, man. Go sell something. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, that's the hard part too, is like, so uh, coaching. But you know what I'm saying? Though? I'm do. not wrong. Yeah. I, and there, there's a true it's need tough. for it. Yeah, there we're, is. We're all coaches to somebody. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're called mentors, right? Right, right, but right. The reality is, is here's the question you should ask. Why should I be like you? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. That's that, that is coaching, right? Like, are you better than me? <laughs> right? Like, like you got to show me the life that I want to live. Yeah. Like, oh, tell me the company you grew 
how'd you grow it? And like, did you get to $10 million in sales? Cause that's what I'm trying to do with my company. Yeah. Right. That's true. Right. Yeah, and yeah, no yeah. one asked these questions, right? Like, right. did you get a company <laughs> to a million dollars? Like, Oh no, actually I'm a struggling coach and I have one client every other month. And you're yeah, like, yeah. 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 So, oh yeah. So, my, so why should I follow my, you? My favorite one. Oh, I freaking, my favorite ones are like, like, like relationship ones. I'm like, dude, I get it, bro. Yeah. I, I understand what you're doing, but I was like, I can't. I yeah, can't do there, that. there's some that I think are very, I mean, think about this. <laughs> Did you play sports growing up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. There are good coaches and, and there are bad, bad coaches. So, so that's where, that's where I go. <laughs> the yeah. hard part is, is there's no way of differentiating who's better or worse. Yeah. Other than guess what? I have a book. Does that mean I'm better than you? <laughs> well, and you know, what's funny is like, <laughs> you have a like, book, right? We're really good. Cause we have a book. Yeah. We got a book. Like I'm writing a book. <laughs> we must and be I, amazing. And that's what I'm saying. Like I didn't write my book. I honestly, everything like I'm writing this book for me. I, if it, like, and it's sold, it's, it has a couple of pre-orders. Like I'm not, but I'm just saying if it didn't sell anything, I knew that I could write it. Yeah. And that's it. That's, that's all it. I need. Mine was, I wrote this book for two reasons. One, I wrote my first one as a just joke. It was really more of a joke. Like it's <laughs> okay. good content. I wouldn't call it a great book by any means. Yeah. The second book that it's called the pitch deck book, but yeah. it really was this idea of diversity and access. I yeah. was like, look, I'm sitting on both sides of the table yeah. And I promise you, young entrepreneur, you're not saying what I need to hear. Oh, I promise yeah, you one. this. Yeah, good one. Right. I'm like, and I'm going to give you, and I hate when people say I'm going to give you the secrets. Right. But I'm like, this is actually what I want to hear. Like, yeah. and, and if you go and talk to anybody who's pitched us recently, they'll be like, yeah, Timmy always gives feedback. You know, like yeah. he's like, Hey, say this or focus on this. I mean, there's a company locally and I am a huge fan of this lady. They are killing it. Um, but when they presented, they just didn't present who she was and what she did. I mean, she grew a company from nothing to $2 million a year. Cool. And I was like, Hey, you need to start that way. You know, like <laughs> yeah. that gets us as investors to be like, man, this, this lady's the real deal, you know? Yeah. And so like, I'm assuming that changed the story and she goes and speaks to other people, raise all the money she needs. And again, doesn't need money anymore, but yeah, like it's those little things that I'm like, I'm telling you to say this. Like, I'm not, I'm not asking you, like I'm, yeah. I'm telling you because we're going to ask anyways, you know? Yeah. And so that's really what I was hoping was like, look, I really wanted to give more people access because the worst thing is, let's say I get to know you and I really love what you're doing. And then you go and pitch your business to my colleagues and you suck. And you flop on your face. Yeah. Dude. You just, you suck. Like there's no, there's and they're like, and Tim, I, you know, it seems like a great guy, but I just don't know what's here. And I'm like, why didn't you say all the things we talked about them? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. We and literally you, talked about them and you didn't say any of them. <laughs> <laughs> and that happens. I'd say 80% of the time. No shit. It's way more than people. Wow. Think. And, and the sad part is, is they just freeze up or something. Like, they don't, they, it, here's the problem too. Is yeah, yeah. Everyone's a mentor. Everyone's a coach. Yeah. And as an entrepreneur or whoever, you got to figure out who to not listen to. Yeah. And the hard part is, is whoever's the loudest, we tend to listen to. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a very loud Unfortunately. Person, right? Yeah. Like, unfortunately. I'm like, I'm not either. Yeah. I'm, I don't want to that, be. That's why I didn't, I don't, I don't like to do the, like, I really got off Instagram. It was bad for my soul. And I was like, and, and you have to be loud, dude. You got to post a lot. And I was yeah. like, I don't really, but I like to write. Mm -hmm. I like to write. And that's a little quieter version. But by the way, like, um, that's one thing they missed in sales training was like how to, how to write, dude. Oh yeah. That's crazy. Bro. Well, that's the market these days. It's right. Are you seeing these content creators who are doing like yeah. web copy and stuff? They are crushing it. Yeah. I mean, 200 K a year, some of them, you know? Yeah. 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 I yeah. can't write. 
<laughs> like, well, so, I mean, so, I can put words on a page, but it's not compelling. So I learned how to write. So I learned how to write recently. Oh. And, and so I did, I, I like do that. So weird. And, and damn it, bro. I'm so <laughs> mad at the, at the education system. Yeah. Cause I grew up thinking I, I sucked at English and I never wanted to write and I hated it. Right. The same thing with reading. Oh yeah. I was I'm like, I reader. hate reading. I don't like it. Blah, blah, blah. Then I picked up I, my first book. I picked up somebody told me uh, to read the power of positive thinking. Okay. Which was like, I mean, now with all the books I've read, I think that's the last book I would recommend <laughs> sure, to somebody. Totally. It's a good message, whatever. Right. Right. Um, it's funny how like there is a book that got you started, but it was the, and but you I would was never like, recommend it. Yeah. 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 I was like, but I read this and I, yeah. I think, I think what happened was I was like, Oh, this is bullshit. Totally. And then, and then I found somebody and they were like, you know, and I was like, but if I read that one, then I can read this one. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially if I need an answer. And so it was funny. And then I, and then I got really bad. At, I was really bad at writing. Like I thought I tried to write like my favorite authors and some of my favorite authors are like very, eloquent and poetic when they write. So like Ryan holiday, Robert green. Um, and some of these guys like they, they're just uh, Mark Manson. They're just very poetic when they write. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to write emails like that yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're like not getting anywhere. And then I pick up this, you know, I pick up this copywriting book and uh, they're like, yeah, forget all of that. And then I spent money on, have you ever heard of the, my first million podcast? Mm-mm. Okay. Sean Puri and Sam Parr, they run, I think they're actually in the HubSpot podcast. Okay. So anyway, I take, I take Sean Peary's power writing course. He's like, this isn't, if you want to learn how to write like this, don't, this isn't free. If you want to learn how to write on Twitter and on emails and get people to listen to you, this is it. So I'm like, shit. All right. Hey, let's go. And then I do it and it's working, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it changes. And then I learned how to write and, and then I reached out to an agency and I was like, Hey, do you need clients? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, well I'll send cold emails for you. And I just get a piece of, for however long we stay, I get a piece of that. Okay. They're like, okay, sweet. So I'm like, all right. Well, I mean, I think, you know, you talk about side hustling. Yeah. Sell someone else's product. Dude, that's a that's great. the only, that's the best I, one. I, I had Stop a bu- making things, sell someone yeah, else's. Product. I had a buddy who talked me out of this business idea. And so now I give it away. Cause I don't have time for it. <laughs> okay. But I was like, we should create almost like a call center. Mm-hmm. But not a call, like not a call center, like a, like a shitty calls. Like, I don't know we're not going to sell phones and shit, <laughs> right. but like, um, upsell you on the dumbest thing. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah. Oh, not, don't talk to your husband. I'm not like, tele, you know what I mean? I'm not teleperformance. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm exactly. not a customer. Service. But I was like, let's make a team mm-hmm. and we, and outsource sales teams for these small businesses. So I got a team of 10 killers. Right. And he's like, well, yeah, but you got to know that. And I was like, but now I'm older. I, now I've, I'm more seasoned in sales and like, dude, sales is sales is sales. Doesn't it's the same process, yeah. dude. I, like, tell me, give me your five bullet points for your product yeah. and I'll, don't you worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a friend of mine, he was in sales okay. making like 60 grand a year. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you making so little? Right. Like, well, I got, I got a good 401k and blah, blah. I'm like, no, 401k is bullshit. <laughs> I was like, guy, like you're in sales, right? Go make 200k. Yeah. Sell a product worth $200,000. Yeah. He's like, Oh yeah, I should do that. <laughs> you know, it's doing yeah. very well now, but it's like, yeah, you, you, sometimes you just get pigeonholed because you don't realize the value that you bring. Yeah. You know? And I, so there's a company locally that's getting started. And, um, you know, if you're familiar with the sales process, you have an SDR, right? So a sales development rep, Yeah, their job is to book, make appointments. Yeah. Right. And so there's a huge trend right now of, um, this is what I think going off what you're doing. There's a company okay. locally that's doing this, but 
you know, using stay at home moms or people who want these side hustle things, they don't want to spend 40 hours a week, Yeah, but they've got 10 or five. Yeah. Guess how many cold calls they can do to set up a demo. <laughs> they can crank bro on their own time. They can crank and set up the demo. Yeah. And that's, by the way, that's the easiest thing in the world. And oh, I, it doesn't work for you next. Yeah. That's Sweet. it, dude. That's all you're doing. <laughs> yeah. You're selling a meeting. Yeah. You're like, no, no, no. Listen, Tim, you're not listening to me. Like <laughs> as an SDR, this is what I would say to you. You're not listening to me. Yeah. I'm not trying to sell you anything. Yeah, I've not, no, no yeah. credit cards coming out today. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm like, I, I think you would benefit from this. Yes. Everything tells me you would. <laughs> I just want you to hear me out. And if it doesn't work, in 15 minutes, I'll leave you the hell alone. Yeah. I'll never call you. Who again. wouldn't say yes? To, all right, fine, dude. Get that. Yeah, fine. <laughs> Let's go. That's right. Bro, it's the easiest. And I, and I've always, so when I got into SAS, they had that SDRAE model mm-hmm. and I thought it was a little like the car business used to have that. Yep. The car business used to have liners and closers mm-hmm. and they got rid of that. Let's see. It's just weird. I don't know, but, but it is different. Retail's different. They sure. tried, they tried lining and closing in retail and I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> But, uh, but it's, it's, yeah. I mean, you got to qualify your own lead with the car. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, when I sold, when I, so I sold for like two years and then I was promoted into finance and, and management. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when we sold cars, it was cradle to grave. That's what we called it. Cradle yeah, to grave. Yeah. yeah. Um, sales. But I, but I do yeah. think sales is, is the untapped side hustle. It is because everyone's doing over low and they're trying to drop ship, but it's like, man, you got to cultivate these relationships, you got to get on Twitter and all the other things and start yeah. building, driving traffic. Yeah. Driving you don't know tra- how to do ads. Like you, copywriting, copywriting for, ads. for ads is a whole separate skill yeah, set dude. than checking the data analytics. Like you're telling somebody to, to go run an entire company yeah. who does barely know how to use an email account. Yeah. They don't know how to or use you an email account. Or you can just pick up the phone and talk to someone for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Or they <laughs> like, don't want to do that, dude. But I'm saying like, those are the, those are the two skill sets. Yeah, exactly. Like, be an SDR. Yeah. Make a commission or just get paid a little extra money. Yeah. And then, or go and learn $50,000 worth of courses that you're going to have to take. Right. And suck right. at it, by the way. Yeah. And suck at it. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny is like, I'm glad that somebody's doing that because it's true, dude. Like you don't, I hate, and I'm not a, I'm a very practical sales guy. Yeah. I'm like, I, you know, and people try to like tell me, no, you couldn't sell it. Yes. Yes. I could dude. If you give me 15 minutes with the product, it's here's the thing, bro. Your product's not that unique. Mm-mm. most of the time. Right. I mean, there are some, sure. Don't get me wrong, but the majority, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So well, you were talking about CRMs. Like yeah, if yeah. I can sell HubSpot, I can sell Salesforce. Dude. You, yeah. There's not <laughs> enough. There's not a difference there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Other than the price tag. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, I mean, but it goes back to this thing of like solving someone's problem. Right. You're like, if you don't have this problem, <clears throat> then like, okay, let's move on. Like, I'm not trying to waste your time. Yeah. You know, but if you recognize and, there's some tactics and things around that. Yeah. But, like, you, but I'm saying like, you can teach somebody, you that. can teach those things. And all of a sudden you're like, you're having a great conversation with somebody on the other loan. And they're like, man, I've been trying to solve this forever. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, well, let's just set up a demo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm so not I even selling you anything. Yeah. I would love, dude. I thought that was a great idea. I was like, we'll just, Hey, you're not big enough to have a sales team. Right. Or what, what I would, the problem I was really trying to solve was these small, I saw a post on Facebook. And this guy posted and he was like, Hey, I, I can't do this all by myself. Um, I want to hire a salesperson. <clears throat> I want to hire a salesperson. Um, but I'm going to do, I'm going to hire a, a salesperson at 100% commission. Stop. That's really hard to do by yourself. Very difficult, but okay. And then he said, 
and I need somebody who has experience in selling and who has, <laughs> yes. who's hit quotas. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, I need honest feedback. I messaged him and I was like, homie, I've been in sales for nine years. Mm-hmm. You're never going to get that person. Yeah. No, that, never. That's the problem right now too, with entrepreneurs is <laughs> their, their first hire. They're like, I need the CEO of the former company. Yeah. Like, no, no, you need to you tell need your- a person to do a specific job. <laughs> you need your little brother <laughs> yeah. who you can, who's malleable and you can teach him that you need to send him and knock doors. <laughs> exactly. And just know that you're going to lose a couple. Right. Until you and get be okay you know, with that. To round two of funding. Yeah. Then you can start poaching. People. Then, then, okay. Yeah. But yeah, but but was, these first people need to be like super scrappy, coachable. And like, you have to take on, like, you've got to know every side of the business. Yeah. My, my yeah. friend Rick is very good <laughs> and uh, he's reads tons of books on this stuff, but now he's like hiring people to be like, look, nope, your job starts here, ends here. I don't want you to do anything else. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, else. Not yet. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah. there when I want you to progress. But today this works. <laughs> you know, so like, <laughs> let's start, let's go with there and I'm going to pay you, you know, commission structures and things like that. But right. And so that was the problem I was trying to solve was like, Oh dude, I'm, I bet if he's like that, mm-hmm. there's 50 other people are like that. Oh, a thousand. And then just call me, you know, and, and, and this wouldn't be a door to door thing. It would right. be an inside sales thing. It's not, I'm not going to send my guys outside. Right. So if your product can be sold business to business or business to consumer through an email. Right. Um, then we'll take it. Let's go. And you, and you pay us a, and, and we'll work on a hundred percent commission. Right. Right. Yep. Because I got 10 dudes who can make a hundred phone calls in an hour. Robo- I was just talking about <laughs> robo calling today, right? Like yeah. robo calling is legit. I don't know if you ever used those systems. <clears throat> no. Where well, like, I like, like to get to someone to like, it's like call doesn't work. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Answers doesn't work. Doesn't work. Oh yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can crank hundred calls in an hour. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I'm just like, like dude, is. And, and people are like, uh, you know, he's like, I'm selling, I'm doing all these things. It's the same guy. And I was like, yeah, man, you, you need, you need to sell. Or I was like, and if you don't, I'm like, you're not going to find that person. And if you do, this is the person you need to look for. I was like your brother-in-law, the friend, <laughs> totally. you know, your, your homie in college, mm-hmm. you know, you need to sell, you need to sell somebody this vision. Cause I was like, cause you're looking for someone and I didn't, and this sounded cocky when I said it, and I didn't mean it, but I was like, but you're looking for someone like me. And my answer is no. Yeah. I don't care. Right. There's no reason. Like I, I make too much money over here. I have too much experience, you know? Yeah. You got a guy making a hundred plus K a year yeah. to go and potentially make zero. You're higher <laughs> than a kite, bro. Yeah, so, so that was the work. problem. That was the problem I was trying to solve mm-hmm. was like, Oh, you, okay, fine. We'll right. work it. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll, but I will, you know, well, and that's the same, same problem that then marketing right now. Yeah, that is a bit. Yeah. Well, that is, I reached out to the marketing agency. That's right. who I reached out to. Yeah. So the marketing people are like, well, when you're hiring a marketer, yeah, you're like, well, are you going to increase my sales? And they're like, I don't know. Give me 10 grand. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 What? Marketing's tough. Well, and, <laughs> are and you good? Have we, have, you know, we've drawn a really stark line between marketing and sales. Mm-hmm. The more I learn about both, the more I'm like, They're we're so just close. selling different. We're just selling a different way. dude. Oh yeah. Oh we're yeah. Just, like I learned copywriting. They were like, well, copywriting is a marketing skill. I'm like, bullshit. Yeah. This made me so much money. It's not even funny, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm like, they should have taught me copywriting. They should have taught us how to write. Um, what was ads. the book that you read? So I read. Oh, you took the course. So I, I, I took, I, when I have a problem uh-huh. with books and courses. Okay. Me too. So I read, that. I read three books. I read everybody writes. Okay. I read copywriting secrets and that's, that's the click funnels guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I read um, the copywriter's handbook. Okay. And then I took, um, 
the first, and then I took a $50 course on Udemy and I realized that they had just copied everything from the book. Right. And I was like, great hustle. <laughs> Good job. And I got pissed. <laughs> yeah, and then, totally. and then I, I took, um, maybe somebody will copy my book. That yeah. would be the biggest flattery out there. <laughs> right. And then I took a course by Sean Puri. Um, and then what I did, the next thing I did was I followed 15 copywriters on Twitter. Oh, nice. And rewrote their tweets. Okay. But now I didn't publish them. I rewrote them myself. Sure. So I could learn like, what yeah. are they saying? How are they doing this? Mm. man? So I followed 15 of them and then I spent a week rewriting all of their big, biggest tweets. I just uh, went through and I was like, oh, that one has, if it had over a thousand likes or 500 likes, I would caught re rewrite it. Cause the thing is like when you sell or when you write, like I've written shitty my whole life. Right. I've never written good. So I need to practice writing good. And I would just copy them. And then I get the cadence in my head. Now, sure. I, can, now I can slap something. Up. That's that is brilliant actually. Yeah. So now how many people are going to go do that? No, Very yeah, few. nobody. Yeah, right. nobody. If 50 bucks, just Venmo me. <laughs> right. Just gave you the secret. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> it's, it's easy though. Like, and people are like, that's why I don't like coaches. Right. So there's a Wolf of Wall Street guy is very similar no, to that. Jordan Belfort. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So he read the Wolf of Wall. Yeah. yeah. So he wrote his book and yeah. copied someone else's book format to format. It's almost the exact same. Yeah. So, so when I first created my podcast, mm -hmm. I needed a logo. Right. And I was like, I'm not going to, I can't pay somebody right now. Right. Um, so I went on Canva, started looking through logos. I was like, I like that one. I just put my name on it sure. and then I ripped it and I was like, let's go. You know what I mean? Don't take, don't spend time on this shit. And the thing, it doesn't matter right now. It right? Does, no, it doesn't matter. And nobody knows. It. And you can, and I did, I changed it and it's fine, but done is better than perfect. It's like uh, yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah. Done well, is better than perfect. We don't get people that do that anymore. They're like, no, I got it. And you're like, you should see my app right now. It's yeah. bad, Yeah, but it's, it's pretty good. So, well, but yeah, so I heard, um, She's the, uh, I heard this lady on, and this was on Facebook. I watched this video and they were, they were trying to sell something, but I was watching the ad cause I was intrigued. And um, like I said, I have a problem with buying courses. <laughs> and so I was, I'm watching this ad and this lady goes, this lady's on there. And she's like, listen, if your product is perfect, you've launched too late. Oh yeah. And I was like, um, I, ne I have five years, six years. I've never forgotten that. Yeah. That's a good one. You know, the crazy part too, and you probably do this without even mm -hmm. knowing, I bet you do. You, you watch ads, not for what's being sold, but the format that they use. Yep. yep. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, so this is my first book came from this. I'm at, I'm at that conference with Tony Robbins and <laughs> Gary V was there and, um, yeah. Mr. Wonderful, you know, Kevin O'Leary Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, um, I'm sitting in there and this guy is, I mean, in between each of the major speakers, a guy selling and I'm like, oh yeah, taking notes. I'm like, how's he introduces the format. Let me tell you a story. Dude, if you haven't paid attention to a Tony Robbins thing or any of these guys, it's like, Hey guys, let me tell you these five things. Right. And oh, let me tell you a story real quick. They always interrupt it. Just watch for patterns. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm listening to this guy and what means, you know, I'm listening for patterns Yeah. and I'm like, this guy is so bad. Like yeah. his format's going to kill it. He's going to make a bunch of money. And then like, I actually went home and read his book and I'm like, this is the worst written book. There's probably 500 words in this whole thing. It's yeah. like a hundred pages long, you know? And I'm like, he can do it. And he was terrible. Yeah. And he was terrible. I can do it. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm always like, terrible. I'm always like, who did he talk to that <laughs> thought he was good? I need to meet that guy. Yeah. No, he just woke <laughs> up one day and said, I'm amazing. Yeah. I'm am yeah, dude. And that's, and that's the thing is like, that's it's, you just got to like put yourself out there, start going, start going. And then, yeah. And then just like, dude, so I took this course and, uh, and this is how I write now. Mm -hmm. I, he said, um, good writing is good editing. Oh Yeah. 
So I, so I, so now what do I do? I go to Reddit. I go to medium, mm-hmm. the two big writing platforms. Love them. I follow 50 people on Reddit and medium. Mm-hmm. And I go, and I follow 50 sales guys and 50 who, whatever, right. Whoever I like, I got like a thousand people. I'm, I'm like reading yeah. right? and I go, and I'm not, I'm, I'm reading, but I'm reading with like, um, with, uh, the contrarian mindset. Yep. And I'm like, that's bullshit. So I open my Google doc. I rewrite the, I rewrite it to 280 characters. S- schedule that bitch. There you go. That's what I do. That's I sweet. I, uh, it's not how the you, original content. I mean, no, it is yeah, I rewrote it, but I rewrote it and I put my spin on it. And I was sure. like, and sometimes I don't even do that. Sometimes I go, why this guy's lying to you. Oh, and then I go, and then nice. I write tag him in it. <laughs> but like, how do you come up with so much content? Like yeah, yeah. I find people that I don't like. I follow people that, that uh, not that I don't like, but like that are controversial Sure, that I don't agree with sometimes that are very like, and then I just rewrite their stuff. I know. It's great. It's great. It's, it's there's nothing, there. And there's nothing wrong with it. And the first, I started a CBD company and my buddies were like, what are we going to do? What's the website going to look like? And I was like, these are the four best CBD companies in the nation right now. Mm-hmm. We're just going to pick them all apart. <laughs> totally. And, I'm, and, I'm, and I was like, I like that, but I think they're saying it wrong. So I rewrote it. Yeah. Yeah. And I did great. Okay. So this is the hack too. So yeah. The, like legal documents. Okay. Same thing. Yeah. Like no, you're not in a new business. No. Right. And the fact the lawyer you're going to hire is going to do the same thing. He's right? going to, yeah. Go copy their thing. Yeah. Go control C control V replace their company <laughs> name. Right. Read it. Yeah. Send it to a lawyer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. An hour later, just saved yourself thousands of dollars. Yeah. And the contracts only... like yeah, contracts, contracts is another one. Go, go find your competitor, sign up for their thing. Right. Read the contract. Get their, no, steal their contract. Yeah. Cancel the subscription. Right? Yeah. Like, I, I do that new. When, when I wrote the, when I wrote the book and you got to put, I was like, I don't know if that's supposed to like the copywriting and stuff. Uh, totally well, copied that from someone. Well, what's funny is like, I learned this from an attorney friend of mine. Uh, he was like, it's, it's, um, co- there's a difference between copyright and trademark. But like, I was like, Hey, I, I, should I copyright my podcast? And he's like, well, you'd have to do that for each episode. And, and he goes, but I'm going to tell you something. It's, it's copyrighted. Um, it's copyrighted itself once you put it out there. Right. So there's no need to like do that. It already comes with it. It already comes like as soon as intellectual property is automatically copyrighted. And right. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I don't need you then. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, don't need, I had him write a little contract for me <laughs> yeah. um, because, it, because the only difference between me doing it by myself and the, and the attorney that I had at the time who, who handled some of my stuff uh, is I can put all the liability on him. Totally. But, <laughs> but once, that's pretty much but it. in the beginning. You don't need all that. No, no, right? no, no, like, no, no, no one's no, no. suing you. And if they no. are like, just shut it down. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, and it. if they're, and if they're suing you, really, what are you suing? You yeah, know, you I have five I, bucks in the bank. Well, yeah, I go, I've had conversations with people like that. They're like, you know what I could do to you? And I'm like, bro, you, you want my, here's my wallet, bro. It's full of <laughs> yeah, debt, dog. Seriously, yeah. Or like, take you, my credit what are you cards, get, it's fine. Yeah. What are you going to get, dude? Mm-hmm. That, yeah, it's crazy, man. So that's cool. So you're seeing a lot of trends. Um, are, are you seeing a lot of people trying to come up with social media? We were for a while. CRMs were really big. CRMs, data analytics platforms. Yeah. But what, what were they trying to do with, with social media platform? I'm just curious. I know, I know we're close to the end, but yeah. Yeah. Some people were just trying to do different areas. So like really they were capitalizing on live streaming, you know, um, there's one actually local that I love. Yeah. It's called blurp. I don't know if you've got heard of these guys. Um, um kind of. Okay. I, it sounds familiar blurb. Okay. So basically the idea is, and you know, gifts and emojis are huge. Yeah. Imagine sending 
in live stream, like let's say in our podcast here, yeah. someone can chime in with a little tune, right? Okay. It, it's, so it's a new way of adding to the experience of these live streams. You know, Twitch and stuff are huge. Right? Yeah. They're okay. not going anywhere anytime soon. No. Um, no, Twitch isn't. No. For sure. So like if you could be like, you know, um, you know, and the rock says whatever, like you can throw that in there, you know, randomly, <laughs> right. it just adds yeah. to the fun of the environment. Well, yeah, that was my, that was my question because, um, that was my question because I was thinking about a social media company, but mine was like a, um, mine was like a blockchain social media. Sure. But I was like, I'm too dumb for that. I don't, have time. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Well, so yeah, but I'm just saying like a decentralized social media, like it's controlled by kind of like if you've ever. Like I'm also into like, um, NFTs. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not a crypto guy. Sure. I'm an NFT guy. I think sure. there's a difference. <laughs> okay. I'm drawn. At least I'm drawn. Like, cause yeah, I don't yeah. give a shit about b- Bitcoin. Me either. Actually. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like somebody come up to you. You want me to show you how to invest in Bitcoin? <laughs> no, dude, I have Robin hood. <laughs> yeah, I got Robin hood. You know what I'm saying? I got, I got, this. I, got cr- I got Coinbase. I don't need your help. Bro. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll go if I want. Um, but like the smart contracts and DeFi and, and that kind of stuff, I thought would be cool. And, and with the smart contracts and blockchain, making that into a social media platform that we, that there's no, no one owns it. Everybody owns it. So there's no censorship. Right. But then I was like, yeah, you kind of, you might run into problems with that. And I think they had that back in like the two thousands <laughs> and that was called the dark web where they were selling organs totally. and shit. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I'm it got real weird. So I was like, what is right, that? Four, eight chan or something. <laughs> yeah. Or, or now it's like eight. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Eight, eight chan. Yeah. Eight chan or something. Yeah. I was like, well, okay. So I, so I scrapped that, but I just thought that was interesting. I'm like, can't really compete with Facebook, bro. You can't you, really do that. Yeah. It's interesting to see. I think the, you know, YouTube is dying to TikTok right now. It's oh, not, for sure. It's not dying, but like it's losing a massive market share. Same yeah, with Instagram is. and yeah. it's all going to TikTok, which nobody thought would happen. Right. Um, you know, like I think there's a stat on LinkedIn. It's like, you know, nine, oh, only like 8% of people create content for LinkedIn or something like that. Yeah. It's bananas. It's crazy. It's so few people. That if you you actually started doing what you were doing and started Mm -hmm. talking, people would start listening. Yeah. Because there's no one else to listen to. Dude, I remember, (laughs) I remember, um, I was, uh, you know, I was doing some, some virtual assisting. I helped people get gigs. And one of the gigs we got was, uh, just helping a guy send connections Mm. on LinkedIn. I'm that industry is bro. And he he paid us money. Yeah. You know, one of the first rules in sales is if somebody says yes, right away you lost money. He totally did. And he did. And he was, a, he goes, I'll pay you this. And I'm like, deal. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but it was, uh, awesome. no, and he's a really good friend of mine. And I talked, I talked to him, but, and it wasn't like a, but anyway, it wasn't a lot of money, but I just remember, I'm like, that's all you want us to do. And that's what you'll pay us. All right. Well, like you mentioned with copywriting, social media management is a real skill set. Yeah. It's huge. Real people need it. Like, I mean, I and, just don't and, have time. I mean, yeah, and management, I don't have time. I could make time for it. Sure. But like, I don't want to, I don't want to, but, and not only that, but like what, what's hard about that is, you know, you hire a social media manager, but I need, you know, content as well. Like content. I need you to create no, no, it, yeah, help I need me create, create it. content. Yeah. I need you to help me create the content. And then I need you to, so yeah, dude, it, it's crazy. But, um, so, so your book is out there, helps mm-hmm. people learn how to pitch their right. company and the pitch deck isn't going away. Like I create pitch decks on Canva right? or yeah. Google slides or whatever. Yeah. You yeah. Pitch. Yeah. Um, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. I don't think, I think we're going to see more video. Cause, cause you like, cause you like as, as an investor, you like the slides. 
I like to see something. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So you really, there's, there's two, there's, well, there's three kind of presentations. There's like the presentation you're going to give like in a boardroom. Okay. It's just a bunch of numbers, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Then there's the Ted talk version, which is usually almost exclusively just a picture, maybe five words, right? It's like, okay. And it's one slide. It's one slide. And you're like, oh, and I was in Dubai doing this thing. And there's like a picture of a bird up there or something. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. It's it's just trying to get you to get a feeling or something. Yeah. And then the pitch deck's almost right in the middle of the two, right? Like okay. you need a little bit of words to really represent the photo that yeah. you're talking about. So that if I gave it to you, you could still fully read the story. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, what I think. That's what I would think of it. Like a pitch deck is like, if I, if I left tomorrow, could you pick up where I left off and not miss a beat? Exactly. Yeah. And that's, okay. that's where the struggle with people get okay. because either they come from academia where they're used to presenting their research. Yeah. And then when you take that same concept to an investor pool, they're, they're snoozing. Yeah. Right? Dude, I don't, dude, care, I don't, you know, you know, I don't, I don't care, care what ligase D minus five equal. I don't yeah, care. Like yeah, that yeah. doesn't matter to me. You're like, can you sell it? And you're like, no, I can't. I'm a researcher. Right. Like, yeah. Exactly. Or you're like, the other side of it is like, dude, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, know, yeah, they're yeah. like, you went so deep into what this, this product that you created that like, I don't even know why you created it. And you're like, well, I which broke is, my ankle. And you're like, oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Which is funny because like, that's why I started the podcast. Like, like, um, I, to give a opportunity for business owners to like tell their story. Mm-hmm. Like I get you sell shirts, but like, like, okay. I, I love liquid death is just like a, like a case study. Sure. I get you sell water, bro. I right. don't give a shit. Right. They're just like, Oh thing. no, but they're same like, no, but like murder, murder your thirst and look at the cool story on the back. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, that's great. It's still water to me. And you're like, Oh, but we did a million dollars last month. And you're like, how? Okay. All right. Now, you know, how did you do that? And you're like, Oh, you're freaking rad, dude. Like I like you as a person. I understand why, like, let's pretend we're them. Right. Like, you know what? I hated going to the bar, getting a glass of water. Right. (laughs) Like, and just looking like a a tool. Yeah. I wanted to feel like I was part of the ecosystem. So I created these, these cans to look like beer it's actually water so I can fit in with my friends. Right. And people would be like, that's weird. And you're like, yeah, but look here, try it. It's, you know, it's water. It's no big deal. And then yeah. all of a sudden you're like, okay, well, what are you doing? Oh, we did 10 grand last month in sales and we've got contracts with these eight people. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what? And we're on, and we're on nine of the biggest podcasts in the world. The Joe Rogan. Right. Theo Vaughn. Right. So, but you're like, wait, you made water look like a beer and you're killing it. <laughs> yeah. And you're killing clearly it. there's people out there who need this. Yeah. And they're buying it and they're buying right? it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, here, great. Here's $5 million, yeah. right? Like that <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. But you can see that the introduction of the story and how it connected to me as a human yeah. set the stage for everything else. Yeah. And like you get these people who pitch and they're like, well, the world needs more water in cans. You're like, <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah. We don't care. There's actually. 80 bottles in yeah. 7-Eleven right now. Why do they need this? Right, 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 right. Right. And, so, and you're kind of doing both. And, and I like, yeah, dude, it's true. And that's why I did it. I was like, you need to. No, dude, you need to tell people like your story, like, yep. like some, one of my favorite phrases in, in sales and that's that I'm writing about is like facts, tell story, sell. Like I really, br- and like, I'm an accountant, dude. <laughs> yeah. I had to read all the books. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Oh, right. No, <laughs> like, totally. Like, and, and, and vice versa. Like I, you know, I've seen companies do a lot of money and then I look at their story and their brand and I'm like, I don't like, not for me, dude. Not for me. I don't care if you made that much money, like your story didn't resonate. Well, and I think that's the nice thing about now is giving people access, right? Yeah. That's what, and that's what you were talking about. Tell your story to people on TikTok, on Instagram, and they start buying your thing because they like you as a human. It's always been that way. 
Yeah, it's right? social proof. It's social proof. Even the door knockers create relationships in seconds. Yeah. Right. And they're like, man, I'm not buying a vacuum. I'm buying whatever you're selling. You could, you could have sold, sold me, me anything. Yeah. It just happens I to like be a vacuum cleaner. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like you. I yeah. don't know why. And then I'm regret it afterwards, but <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> you know? sure. Yeah. I Knives buy- that can cut rope. Right. Yeah. I only, I only bought one thing door to door and that was the Vivint guy, <laughs> but go. I actually needed one. I was like, I've actually been looking, I, he knocked on my door. He's like, we do home, home alarm stuff. And I was like, yeah, I need that. Yeah, let's So go. I was like, okay, cool. I had one guy one time come and he used all the tactics, you know, the yeah. three yeses, like, yeah, yeah, let yeah, me yeah. like, you know, and I'm like, can I see your carpet real quick? Can yeah, get, he yeah, did. It was a, you, it was a guy. And I was like, he's like, is there a spot in your house that you just can't get clean? I'm like, do you have to leave? Yeah. Like, and he's like, what? And I was like, dude, you're yeah. too good. Like yeah. I can't talk to you anymore because I'm going to buy something I don't want. You know? like, yeah, yeah. I don't need a vacuum. He's like, clearly you do. You know, like you can't get that dirt out. I'm like, you got to leave. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. I mean, the tactics are great, but you know, it's good. But, but that's the thing though. That's why I like from a, from a sales perspective, I just like asking questions because I li- I have a counterintuitive approach to sales. And that is that there's some people I don't want to buy my stuff. A hundred. You know what I'm saying? Dude, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> you know this, but people who aren't in sales don't know this, but yeah. if you literally be like, man, like this just isn't going to work. Guess who's trying to buy your thing? The guy you just turned down. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're like, but no, no. And you're like, no, like, like you're just not ready. You yeah, know, like it's yeah. just, it's okay. And they're like, but, but and you're like, no, it's okay. Like, let me hang up and they won't let you, you know? And yeah. you're like, but the, if you can say no, I, yeah. my, I have this, my next book concept is called letting go of yes. Yeah. Right. Like for you, sure. From a sales point of view, if you can let go of that need for them to well, say yeah, yes, dude. Yeah. Well, so, so it works in dating. It works in all kinds oh, of Oh yeah, for sure. Right? Well, Chris Voss, you know, you read that book, never split the difference. Oh, I just finished it actually. Oh dude. It's amazing. So but, good. Yeah. By the way, I knew Chris Voss's family okay. loosely because he grew up in Mount Pleasant, Iowa mm-hmm. and his family on Voss Petroleum oh. ended up being Voss. Ga- so like, I, okay, let me back up. I don't know his family, but I've heard of his, I heard his name. Yeah, yeah. So when I heard Voss, I was like, is that the same? And it was. Oh, cool. So, um, I read that book though, but in that book, he read, he wrote that in his book. Yeah. He's like, if, if it's, if you can't say no, it's a bad deal. It's a bad deal. It's a bad deal. Right. And so, so I have that counter into uh, counterintuitive approach to sales. And that is like, no dude, I'm going to give you whatever discount you want. You're going to burn me on a survey. You're going to shit talk me to all your friends. Yeah. And I lost money and I lost more customers. Totally. I'm out bro. Yeah. And yeah. And 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 then the takeaway close. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's what Grant Cardone calls it. But, uh, but yeah, it's like, uh, you know what, dude, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm walking away. Yeah. Are you allowed to do that? (laughs) Yeah, I am actually. And I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. they, you're right. Favorite. They will become bad clients. Yeah, they know. Always a hundred percent. And that's what people don't understand. Right. It's like the more you give away, the more they, they're going <clears> to <throat> take advantage of you. Right. A friend of mine right now, she uh, has a finance company uh-huh. and um, she's really afraid to charge people. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, give them some stupid number, you know, 300 bucks what an hour. They, what are they going to Yeah. What are they oh, going to say? No, dude. Yeah. Here's my, <laughs> this is the, the, what I try to drive home to salespeople. They're like, but what if they say no? I'm like, you didn't lose anything. They're like, yeah, I lost a deal. I'm like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't. You have nothing right now. Yeah. If that person, you know, if you, if that person leaves, you never had a deal. Right. You never had a deal. Right. One of my <laughs> clients when I was at the mill is, uh, we could talk about it all day, Yeah. but he came in and he, he was, uh, charging, I think like 50 bucks a class. He was, he was a leadership yeah. coach and whatever you, you know, we talked about this earlier, but I was like, sure. 
He's like, Tim, I'm uh, cleaning houses during the day and I don't want to do that anymore. And I was like, charge more money. He's like, well, what do you think I should charge? I'm yeah. like, a thousand bucks. Yeah. He's like, why would I do that? I'm like, because you're worth it. Okay, yeah. I was like, think about this. It takes 20 people to pay you 50 bucks. Yeah. One to pay you a thousand. Yeah. Right. And he goes, all right, I'll give it. I'm like, just give it a shot. You can always yeah, discount. What they, yeah. What are, yeah, they, what are they, they gonna, gonna do? do? Not show up. Yeah. <laughs> He's Nothing. like, I got three people. I'm like, that's more money you've made in one class than you made all last year. Yeah, dude. Well, and what people don't understand about pricing is like if it's too low, they know it's, it's a problem. Yeah. Well, it was a problem. Like what like cars, for example. Like if you saw a 2020 favorite car, yeah, yeah, and it was 30 grand lower than it's supposed to be. <laughs> you, you wouldn't buy it. Right. right? You think you would. Mm-hmm. But if you were like, it's, it's supposed to be 50, like this Tesla is supposed to be 50 grand, but someone's selling it for 10. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make any, I'm out dude. Hard pat. Even yeah. though, even it though could you think, be great, <laughs> even though you think like, yeah, I want my Tesla for 10 grand. No, you don't. Yeah, you don't No, that yeah. price is <laughs> price is directly correlated to value. Yeah. And a hundred percent perceived. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so yeah. that's when a lot of the people I'm like, raise your price. So Raise I don't, that's why I don't like the value buzzword that mm. people shit on. If, well, you, like, if you're able to get the volume, sure. Go for it. I mean, that's how yeah. Walmart works. Right. right? right, right. But the reality is, is most of us, can, most of us don't want, and you don't yeah. want to be Walmart, by hey, the way. Why, why would you want 10,000 clients when you could have three? Yeah. Good paying, high paying, no brain damage. Yeah. They, yeah. they do what you ask them to do because yeah. they value the $10,000 yeah. a month check that they're right. You want to keep selling $50 stuff? Yeah. Go work at the customer service at Walmart and you'll never want to sell $50 stuff exactly. ever again, bro. Totally. Have you ever worked at, like, have you ever stand in line at Walmart customer service? I leave. I I'm like, you know what, dude? Yeah, it's, I was like, what was this? I look at my receipt. It's like 20 bucks. I don't give a shit. Yeah, this is a waste of my <laughs> I'm time. I'm just going to go buy another 20 bucks. <laughs> and totally, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it here because I don't want to carry it anymore. Yeah, dude. Well, hey, I appreciate you coming on, bro. You've been more than generous with your time. So tell everybody where they can find your book, where they can follow you, especially for the next book that's coming out. Yeah, totally. So yeah, um, best place to follow me, LinkedIn. Okay. You use Twitter. I like LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, the book's on Amazon, the Pitch Deck book. Um, and then if you're raising capital or you want to talk about it, if you're a Utah company, hit me up, timlcooley at gmail. Okay. Um, you know, that's my email. It's easy to find. Um, but I'd happily talk to anybody who's raising capital in Utah. Um, I believe again, my, my role is to give people access and you know, that's how you get a hold of me. Right on dude. Well, I thank you so much, man. Yeah.